Business is not as difficult as you think if you learn, implement, and master simple yet timeless principles and mindset shifts. Here at Systemizing Scalability, we're on a mission to increase your profit margins while getting your time back. Arturo has started, bought, and sold over 55 businesses across 18 industries and has coached thousands of entrepreneurs just like you. Whether you're a brick and mortar or an online business owner, an established business owner or a solopreneur, we'll show you a framework to increase your sales and profit two to three times while getting back your valuable time to be more strategic or just enjoy life. And now here's your host, Arturo Henriquez. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode. So I want to talk about the highest leverage activities. And so this is the metaphor that I want to share with you, which has been very, very useful for me. And it's almost become a game. If you look at, you know, the leaders and entrepreneurs that are just hyper productive, they're able to get a lot of stuff done. They're really good at this. And it really does become a game. How long can you strengthen and lengthen the lever? And the analogy is right. If you've got a short lever versus a long lever, and I'm not saying lever, you know, I'm saying lever in terms of leverage, you're able to obviously carry a greater load. So we're talking about the metaphor of your return on your time and investment. And it's not always necessarily monetary. So thinking about your business, for example, there are a number of things that I have just become habituated to basically always be 24 7 searching out the highest leverage ways of using my time. And I have been for years now, and that's why I say it becomes a game. And once you start experiencing the benefits of thinking in this way, it's hard to go back. It's impossible to go back. Another way of looking at it is when you're searching for problems, think in terms of how can I solve a thousand problems by solving one problem. When you ask yourself this question, it becomes less painful to work on things like documenting processes the right way. And when you do that, you're solving a thousand problems because if there's something that you do and people come to you every time asking the same silly questions, and they're probably not silly, but they have a poor understanding, which as the leader, we have to point the fingers at ourselves. So how can you solve one thing or a thousand things by solving one thing? I'm going to give you four examples right now. So example number one, if you don't have a lead generation system in your business, you should. You should have a mechanism or a way that you're driving leads into your business on a continual, consistent basis. Once you have those leads, you should have a system in place for nurturing them and maintaining communication, giving them value. You know, this podcast, for example is a way of nurturing you. If you're listening to this and you've subscribed to my list, this is an example of nurturing your leads and hopefully getting them to know you, to like you, and to trust you. That's the name of the game in your business. So high leverage activity. If you don't have a lead generation system in your business, it's really not as hard as it sounds. And really what you wanna give is there's a problem set within your business And really, that's what a business is there for, right? The businesses exist to solve problems for a person or a group of people. So think in terms of a sliver of a problem within your business that you can give away in exchange for an email. Think free training. Think like a buyer's guide. Think of like a top 10 checklist PDF that they can download. Something of value that you can give and give for free. 
or it could be a discount coupon to be redeemed at a future date, something of value you can give in exchange for their contact information. And we did this a long time ago by devoting time and attention. It was painful the first time I ever did it, but once we had that asset created, it's paid for itself a million times over. So I've solved, you know, a thousand things by just solving one thing. We created this asset, which is a lead generation, and we've got multiple lead generation outlets for our businesses now. For my Reset Method coaching program, it's a 25-minute case study. It's a workshop. It's 25 minutes of training. I also have several blueprints and exercises that act as what are called lead magnets that I give away right in exchange for emails, for contact information. So that's an example of a high leverage activity because once you create that asset, and if it's digital, which means it can be used infinitely, which means that you're solving more than 1,000 things. And again, the number of leads that I've created and emails that I've created in my Reset Method coaching program, as well as across our other four businesses, have paid for themselves exponentially by doing one thing. We've done this a thousand, if not a million times, again, if it's digital. So think in terms of one sliver out of your business that solves a common problem. One little sliver that would give value in advance. And another great analogy of it, it's Costco, where they give you samples. And it's also really at any supermarket, right? You're giving a free sample in advance. And what they're doing is they're invoking the law of reciprocity, where they feel obliged now to pay back the favor in some small way. So that's one example is developing a lead generation asset is one way to solve a thousand problems by solving one. So that's something you should spend your time on. I would think if generating new business is important to you, obviously you should do that. So another way of looking at this and generating higher leverage activities and how to focus on is how-tos. So what I mean by that are any time, and, and think about onboarding, right? Or think about hiring uh, in your business. If it feels random, every time you're hiring within your business, it means that you don't have standards in place. And so what I recommend doing, and this is an area that I focused on, was that what is best, you know, what is the best way to stabilize our hiring process in practice so that we don't make bad hires and thus bad decisions. So we've got a great job ad. So it's posted in such a way that we get the highest quality candidates. So what is the best way to do all that stuff? And we documented it and that's how we do it every single time. And we have what's called a hiring funnel that is a step-by-step -step process that has very clear and very important milestones so that we are always positioned to always having the best ads positioned in the best manner so that we're constantly attracting A players. And by doing that, of course, without me there to do it, I don't intervene when we need to hire. We just run our process. I don't intervene and I know that we're running the process. And so I know as a result, we're attracting as many A candidates as possible. We're attracting great candidates. They're running through our filtering process. And our batting average has been improved immensely in tight markets as well as in softer markets. So that's number two. I call them how-tos, but it's really documenting your processes and your procedures. And by the way, in our program, I teach you exactly how to get this stuff done in a very simple, simple way. So if you got this gap for you in your, you know, in your business, 
I recommend the best way to get started is, is to book a call at www.arturohenriquez.com forward slash SS. But I mean, there's so many tools out there nowadays for you just to quickly and easily document your processes that I didn't, you know, didn't exist years ago. So that's an easy, obvious one. And it feels monotonous and it feels difficult when you're doing it because you're not getting immediate payback. But just think of the number of problems that you're solving down the road for yourself downstream by focusing your energy on this stuff today. You're giving your future self future gifts, making your tomorrows better than your todays. And then once you develop a framework for even developing these how-tos, for the most part, I will delegate them to my team. So we have a process for the process, meaning that we have a training, which if you go through, you know how to document the process confidently. So that's number two. Example number three is delegating, which is an obvious one, which is the next best thing that you can do to cloning yourself. So delegating $10 per hour activities and getting those off your plate, delegating recurring activities off your plate is another great way to extend that lever. And because we live now in a globalized world, you can find specialized uh, workers in other parts of the world that are very good at doing very specific things such as web design, admin tasks, uh, graphic designs, um, audio, uh, customer service, you know, ad hoc as well as recurring things uh, so that you don't have to do those and you can pay them four or five dollars an hour um, as and hire them as virtual assistants for five hours a week, 10 hours a week, 40 hours a week, which makes you know, eliminating waste and optimizing your business so much easier as it relates to these $10 an hour activities. And you can even hire these for your people, your leadership team as well. And fourthly, and I've gone through this in a previous podcast, but we establish smart targets for each quarter, each 90 days. It's working in seasons. This is one of the biggest reasons why I'm able to enjoy my vacations is that we have established exactly who's doing what by the end of the quarter. And it's measurable. It's smart, meaning it's specific. It's measurable. It's agreed upon. It's realistic. And it's time-based. And we track it every single week. That's working in sprints. And it's transparent. Everybody can see it. And guess what? When I'm on vacation, I could pull it up on my phone. And I can see the progress we're making without having to talk to anyone. And so that is one of the highest leverage activities which I can't underscore enough is getting into a quarterly rhythm in your business and using smart metrics, smart targets broken down into quarters and you check them week over week. Again, working in seasons, the quarters and working in sprints week by week. Now they're locked down. Everybody knows what they're responsible for. We can break huddle now. And I know that if I'm gone for a week, two weeks, a month, we're going to be moving the needle in my absence. And for those of you that know as well, we run our businesses remotely, so I run it remotely anyways. So this stuff has had to be in place for a long time for me to live the lifestyle that I want to live, right? And it makes my life better, more enjoyable. And I recommend, you know, planning your quarters using smart metrics in the way that I described. And then just thinking in general about how you're investing your time. One of those problems that if solved will solve a thousand problems for you. And that's, you know, it becomes a habit, a way of thinking. And like I say, when you get your first win, it's impossible to unsee it and go back to the old ways of doing things. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you for listening.
If you're loving the Systemizing Scalability podcast, then we know you would love the Reset Method program. Here we help time-stretched business owners achieve two to three times profit growth while slashing their work week by 10 to 20 hours. And we guarantee that. Head on over to www.arturohenriquez.com slash SS.